Hello everyone, it's me, Talks with Angel, coming with a new episode for today. So for today's topic, um, as you probably read in the title, um, normalizing talk the talks with children. What I meant by that, the talks, meaning um, like with their feelings, emotions, how they feel, especially when it comes to things that are you know very bad around them like bad energies bad apples around them and everything that type of thing so yesterday i i you know i gave my mother a massage that ended up being like a very um ended up me spiritual healing her a little where she felt a little bit better and and I did one for my my cousin who I consider like a sister and a child to me and we went outside we were you know cause it was very it was good out it was very peaceful very quiety you know that type of thing and so and you know I'm rubbing her head and you know rubbing her shoulders like you would do with massage and everything and then i'm rubbing her head again and then it turned into a full-blown therapy session it really had and my cousin really opened up to things that she would never really speak about out loud or to anyone else understandable i i see you know i see that because you know it's not easy to open up things sometimes it could be you know with a stranger like a therapist or your parents and it's just a very very hard thing to do but i'm glad she actually you know opened up to me because she had revealed very much things that i never knew and that you know her parents doesn't know about and and sorry, I was just drinking my water a little. It's getting a little bit too dry. So I was trying to really nourish, you know, my, my mouth with water. So, so it was, it was, you know, rather, um, it was rather good, you know, speaking about, you know, those things. And I, I feel like she felt good too, but, you know, she doesn't want to really talk about it, like, you know, she's still in that phase, you know, or she doesn't want to talk about it. But it was actually good to having to talk about it because then now I would know what is what is bothering her. And not many parents can do that with their kids because it's like, you know, they're too young to understand these things and and everything. Like, you know, it's not it's not very appropriate but but when it comes to what they're feeling and you know who are they feeling around it it's very important that you be there for listening to them and having to consult them because it's your job as a parent so i will be um saying these these words because um if you didn't if you didn't watch um blake lively um Um, speech about child predators out there really speak this out
feel like it's important. And I'm going to be reading the words from Jude Demaris. And, you know, her words. And, yeah, I just really want you to listen in, okay? Because it's really, really important to to talk about. Child predators are not old men in basements. They are young men on dating apps. They are doctors, nannies, daycare staff, coaches, boyfriends of single moms by the ten of thousands. They are your own family. They are your own friends. Protect our kids. Protect your kids. I'm going to be saying the other thing. Child with a biological parent who lives alone equals 14 times more likely to suffer abuse. Child with a with biological parents who are co-inhibiting equals 20 times more likely to suffer abuse. Child with a biological mother who is living with a man who is not the, the child's father is equals 33 times more likely to suffer abuse. Single moms, I beg you, be suspicious of everyone. If a man from your kid's school, church, or another dad in town offers to give your kids rides or take them to places or even be a father figure to your child, be very, very, like, aware. Like, be aware of, you know, who you trust your child around regardless if it's a man or a woman be very suspicious okay and keep your child away many predators appear to be eager to help you and your child only to gain access to your kid (laughs) when you are dating be suspicious of everyone before he's the one or Looking for all of his best qualities. Search for red flags. Does he have kids or his own? How does he behave with them? Does he want to meet your child too soon? And does he takes too much interest in your child? Or tries to parent your child? Those are red flags. If you ask to meet your child or spend time with your child too early or too often, red flag. And please never let a man you're dating take your child alone, not even for a ride from school. I know parenting is hard and you need a break, but do not let all of your friends, fellow parents, and family members watch your kids. The number of people allowed to watch your kids should be small, like between two and three. One bad thing happening to your child, even one Time is not worth the night out or date or bath you gotta take that day and here's a very important one but let me just um let me just drink my water so that I can you know really you know say this next part okay talk to your kids very important just like what I did with my cousins Tell them from a young age what is bad and that that is bad things happen, they should tell you. Even if they have been told not to or be threatened, 
check in with them after every day, after every play date, babysitting, parental visit, or day at daycare or school. Yes, um, people out there, especially parents, listen to your child, check up on your child. Do not, do not, like, ignore it. Like, when I talked to my cousins, they revealed so much to me, and I wanted to kill that person. Like, you see, like, when your child reveals what the guy you're dating with has done to your child, you may want to have a feeling that you want to kill them for hurting your child or even doing something terrible to your child. And I, and I had that feeling. Like, being the strong protector that I am of children really made me, really make me want to kill a man. But I'm not going to. I just had that feeling. Because who wouldn't have that feeling when someone has done that to your to your child or someone when someone is a child and they're close to you regardless. Like you don't do that to a child ever. Or anyone ever. I repeat, child predators are not only scary looking, not just fat old men in basements. They are good looking too. They are smart, educated. They are professionals. They are young men, guys you have been dating. They are your BFFs, a boyfriend. They are your cousins, a new husband. And they are your cousins. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And also, no child under 18 ever needed to be left alone with any doctor law enforcement nurse teacher coach other professionals they use their positions of super let me just say one thing like don't ever leave your child alone with those types of people like never it's not worth it because if you truly care about your child i'm not saying that you don't but you really 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 have to be protector of your child from whatever like whatever so I'm gonna read again they may use their position of superiority or authority to make you think twice don't I have witnessed even acting coach taking children leave the room and close the door you don't have to leave and also, this is not my words. This is um, the actress slash singer, Drew Demarest. I love, I love her. She's, she's amazing. This is what she wrote when it came to talking about Blake Lively's um, speech about child predators. Like, mm-hmm. It's true. Like, it's true. No child under 18 should be left alone with anyone if you are a parent do not leave the room Mm-mm, don't leave the room <sighs> sorry for being so grim today but this is sweeping up something and with a number a growing number of single parents handle handle devices constantly in kids hands and child pornography becomes more and more gruesome as men become more say that last part 
it makes me more and more children are more vulnerable and, and being used and abused for these purposes the more and more children are at risk your children my children protect the kids yes yes you should do that you should be able to protect the kids because it's true because children are are so vulnerable and can be easily used you know like Sorry for taking a long pause of this, but it's actually really stressing me out. And and really just protect your children, especially especially when you when you are having a hard time and you feel like you trust that person. Don't because let me tell you when you think you trust that person who's a bad apple and who's like a bad person just really doing something to your children you are failing you're not i mean i'm gonna say this you are failing your ability to be a mother or a father i'm not saying you're a failure i'm just saying you're failing one thing and knowing of that person who's not good for your child who's not good for your child because you know what happens when when you let that person stays there, he he or she will make fear in your children in which, you know, they feel like they can do anything to keep them silent because, you know, they're, they're children and sometimes people don't believe in children because sometimes children lies. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Children do sometimes lie at serious things that they do not understand, but really have faith in them, Okay. Really have faith. And here are some three things I'm going to be reading. One is talking to kids about mental, you know, issues. And, you know, sometimes, you know, they, some children will have that. And... Talking to kids and youth. And another one, how to be disciplined to your kids. And I'm going to be... Okay. Here's how you can discuss um, your kids about mental issues. And, you know, having the knowledge of, like, knowing. Because, like, some children, they will have, you know, mental issues. You know, probably from a long time or, like, when abuse. So here's how, parents, you should be doing it. And as I read this, I, I that's what I was doing with my cousin without realizing. Yeah. Here's um, one. Communicate in a straightforward manner. Meaning that um, when you're communicating, you know, just be like, 
make things like very honest and easy to understand in a way of it's not you know making your child feel like they're weird about it number two communicate at a level that is appropriate to a child's age and develop level that's true that's what i was doing with my cousin i made her i i didn't you know treat her like a baby because she is 11 years old but you know she's not a baby so yeah i talked to her in a way appropriate you know level have the discussion when the child feels safe and comfortable that's what we did we were outside she was a little bit safe and comfortable till it really opened up you know these things she was telling me watch their child's reaction during this during the conversation which i did it was really like no reaction at all but i can't but you know even though i'm not a parent i knew i knew i saw her reaction even if she was trying to cover it or you know really haven't yeah and slow down or back up if the child becomes confused or look or look upset which i which i did i mean she wasn't really upset or confused she she knew what she was doing like she knew what she was talking about and these considering these points will help any child feel relaxed and be understanding of the conversation pre um preschool age children it said right here, young children need less information and fewer details to, like, limited their ability to understand. See, they can focus on things they see. You know, they can become very aware when people are yelling, upset, or crying. School-age kids. Older kids want many more specific things. They're going to ask a lot of questions. They will. And it's important to answer their questions directly and honest as, as you can. Teenagers. Teenagers are generally capable of handing, handling much, much information and more specific and difficult questions. And yes, they can open up a little bit openly, talking to their friends and such instead of their family because like, Sometimes when talking to family, it's very difficult. I mean, I would know because I was like that too. <sighs> and yeah, they're not going to open up at first. And it's, and it's sometimes a one-part conversation and it, and it felt like more like a lecture. And you know, when talking to teenagers, they need to have a more positive, you know, thing, like a talk. Yeah, talking to children about mental issues can be an opportunity to provide their children with like information they might know. Because, like I said, I don't know if you like heard this from my previous video, but I talked about how with my depression and anxiety that I never knew of it, and I was feeling all of these things that I didn't understand it, and I felt so confused and so lost. And I don't know if my mom kept it hidden from me because she felt like it wasn't like, as a child, it's not really appropriate to really talk about and everything. But if you truly want to help your child, you can do this. I, I know you guys can do this. 
okay? I have faith in all of you. Maybe it's not going to be better at first, but it's, it's fine. It takes time. Okay. And, and here's, here's one about the mental issues again, because like I said, your child could have this from suffering abuse or probably always had it, but they, but you never even know. They didn't even know. So I'm going to be saying it. Ask your child what they think is the reason why their family member have been acting differently. Use the response as a way to begin talking about mental issues. Explain that mental issues can make a person act in strange, confusing, and sometimes scary ways. Using alcohol and street drugs can make people do things they normally do not do. Ask your child about the way their family member acts and how they make them feel. Help your child express express their emotions. Let them know let them know that emotions are not either wrong nor right. Not, yeah. And it's okay to it's okay and natural for them to have feelings that they're having. Here are some suggestions. Ensure to your child that adults in the family and other people such as doctors are helping that family member get better make sure your child knows what to do and what to and who to call when they don't feel safe very important explain to your child that children like many people don't understand what mental illness is an illness of the brain the brain is an organ of the body just like the heart livers and kidneys sometimes it can get sick like every other organs but let me tell you something people with mental um issues you're not sick sure what you have is making you sick but guess what it does not define who you are it does not make you broken help your child to realize when they talk about uh, their family members issues their friends even adults do not make fun of it do not make fun of it they may say things that are not true or they do not know what to say or what to do Practice when your child with your child when they might say something to their friends or other people. If your child witness your family member being taken away to the to the doctor, help them understand why what happened and why it happened. Number okay. The final one. Always remember to let your child know that you were there when they to listen when they want to talk also important because like there are some kids who are very alone and they just like my cousins just like my cousins they felt rather alone when they don't where so many things that they did not want to talk about with their own mother about because firstly they trust me and they know when to talk to me and you know I did listen as much as I can and here's some here's some questions commonly children might ask why is my family member acting this way is it my fault can I catch it 
will they always be this way do they still love me why is this happening to our family who will take care of me if my mom or dad is sick sorry if i'm talking a little bit way too fast and you know you can search this you can like search it up like it's not that difficult you can just search it up and you know you can just it's interesting what you can find it really is and the final thing i'm going to say is discipline we need some of that because earlier today my youngest cousin was acting very very jerk wise to me and i say jerk because i can't really curse so yeah and here's another thing when when a child is acting in that way you know they act out they become something else and it's like you know they're their youngest child and you know they they have to learn basic respect here's what let me tell you something there is a difference between dis- being disciplined and being abusive like you can be strict you can because you're trying to teach your child um how to be respectful and you know trying to really help themselves in life so that they don't turn out like bad people but please do not be abusive towards your children even bad children who act like jerks and here's how you do it in a more more good way picture this scene your teen's curfew is 11:30 p.m. and you stay up waiting for her when she doesn't come home on time you pounce and you're worried your mood changes between fear and anger when your child realizes it's past midnight she she comes home and you know there you would have this like where have you been part of you is angry and another part of you thinks that well she's been doing good good job lately with her schoolwork and at least she's not sneaking out and smoking anymore maybe she let this one slide and maybe the truth is that sometimes you give consequences for breaking curfews and other times you don't this behavior continues because you know because your child knows they she can get away with it being late sometimes that is true when you don't discipline your child by being strict and everything and giving them consequences they will feel like they can do whatever they want because you are not being strict on them Mhm. Like for me, I had suffered um some things like very abusive wise towards I felt kind of abused from my mom because I wasn't a bad child. I was always well, not always. Like I mean, I changed. And I was the good child again. And um and i haven't done anything wrong like i haven't been acting out i hadn't um done anything wrong and my mother would always i felt like she was really abusive towards me um mentally and emotionally and manipulatively and not physically of course but she made me feel very worthless about myself in which I would feel a little bit down about and I would really sometimes believe the things that she said in my head and I would always say it's my fault or I would always excuse and say it's my fault towards my mom's actions 